0: We here at Sports Best Friends want to begin each episode by acknowledging the Gadigal and Camaragal peoples, the traditional owners of the lands on which we record. We also acknowledge the traditional custodians of the various lands on which you all are listening, always was, always will be. Comes two energetic Aussie commentators. Ben, aka Cardi B, is a budding expert in NBA collectibles and a longtime NBA fantasy sports winner. Big T is a rookie to the whole game, wanting to grow and learn over the season. Join them on their season of exploration here on Sports Best Friends, a member of Brooklyn Netscast Media.
1: Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends NBA Fandom, a podcast as excited about the NBA as non-Nets fans are about hardened trade rumours. I'm T, views of my own. I'm recording these views on the Patrick Zoom you in hotline and on the court waiting for tip-off is my boy Cardi B, who can be found on Instagram
0: at... Cards from the Bench.
1: Twitter at...
0: Cardsbench. Hello, sir.
1: It's so great Hello. to see you again.
0: You too. It's been a while. Out of your laundry
1: to the lounge room you look freshly shaven did you just do that
0: no I didn't at all I'm I'm very tired and uh moving house and uh I'm yeah just <laughs> I've given up on life this week
1: it's all around you as well that's the worst you got COVID yeah. you got removalists everyone's in masks you got kids going back to, to school it's an absolute time
0: yeah it is uh, kids going back to school, a couple of kids are COVID already, uh, just waiting for that to kick off. So we'll, we'll lock ourselves down. The only good thing about a lockdown is that I can watch all, the, all four games next week. So um, that's, uh, that's some positive there. But <laughs> otherwise, right, it's good. It's all good. I can't complain. Jordan,
1: open, Chicago with the lead. How are the Suns currently doing?
0: Well uh but well big news this week we got uh two all-stars announced so we'll probably cover a little bit of all-star later but yeah. um call out um Bulk and cp uh who were added which was expected so um you know awesome uh pretty stoked stoked about that uh we what we won today but yes uh yesterday the day before we had our 11 game win, winning streak snap so we missed a little bit of talking about this last week but yeah our 11 game winning streak was snapped this week by um by the hawks and we didn't get to talk about it our, i think we were on eight last week so uh look not all bad i'm not gonna i can't complain that much but um did not
1: complain yeah. at all the amount of times you're saying 11 game winning streak is gonna make me punch you through the screen
0: <laughs> so um so i'll go through the i'll go through quickly the four games we can talk a little bit more in depth about the, the Nets Phoenix game, if you want, um, or not. Uh so we had the we had the Spurs uh in Phoenix first up. Um that win actually clinched uh the top seed for the All-Star game. So which meant that um, Monty William and his staff uh, are able to coach one of the teams. So they are coaching Team LeBron, which they'd never done before. Wow. And so there's a great, um, there's a great podcast that I listened to uh, over the weekend um, by JJ Reddick, former player who interviews current players, and he interviewed um, Chris Paul. Um, happened to be this week, and they were talking about that as being one of the team's goals. So yeah. the ultimate goal for the team was to win a championship, but this was really cool that they really wanted to reward their coach and their coaching staff, and so. Wow. Um, that was pretty awesome. Uh, there was a great Instagram clip at the end on um, the Suns' Insta feed where um, Monty sort of comes out and says thank you to everyone around and they acknowledge it. So that was that was awesome. Um, the game itself, uh, down by 12 at the start of the fourth, um, but it was one of those ones where it was like I feel like we're going to win, which is always nice. Uh, you know, we've talked a little bit about that, but it was really, it was really like uh, our guys, our veteran guys, particularly against some young guys. Uh, they came out, and they scored th- they went on a 36 to 19 run um, in the and to close it and then book hit two big shots to finish it off. And um Chris Paul had 20, 20, points, 19 assists, Bridges had a season high 26 and was everywhere on defense. And we went to a like a really 19 small assists. Point. I just gotta put it back. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah, he was pretty, he's been pretty mental uh, oh, the last couple of years. I know he's so, the
1: all-time assist leader, but like no one's gonna catch him when he's doing 19 assists after that.
0: Yeah, well, he had um, he had fourteen in the game after that. Um, he's oh. a bit quieter the other two, but um, he's been he's been on a bit of a tear. And I love listening to this podcast and talking to him about the way that he thinks about the game. I, and and I think if even if you don't value, um, Suns or Chris Paul, like listen to the way that he thinks about the game. He was talking about an inbounds play where he wanted he he had the choice and he got attacked because he fought with the ref who told him that he had to take it on the left side and he knew that the rules were that he could take it on whichever side he preferred because he wanted to take it on that side because it meant that when he came off the came came off the inbound he was on his stronger hand and all this right. kind of stuff the level of detail that him and probably LeBron go to when they play the game and i guess that comes with age as well it's just like off the chart so awesome podcast um, definitely listen to it um We'll talk Nets in, Nets, Nets in Phoenix. Um, I think Bridges came out, was the unexpected man in this game, had 27 points. Uh, and we actually never trailed in the fourth. Um, but it didn't feel like a game that we were going to run away with. And uh, I was... I don't know. We got in the bonus really early. Uh, so we got in the in the bonus. Uh, I think they had four... I think the Nets had 4,000 the first minute or minute and a half. And so um, Bembury was perplexed and Blake Griffin was very upset, but oh, <laughs> it was it was a pleasure to watch. Uh, CP3 had 20 and 14. Um, yes, we cam had 16 points. Booker had 35. Um, and look, KD wasn't there, and that changes the whole dynamic of this game. But we didn't have campaign, so that's probably evens itself out. You can KD sit down
1: without you, you ha- having a laugh. That's the worst comment ever. That's the worst thing, like, even for a troll. That was terrible. <laughs>
0: um Kyrie was Kyrie was amazing in this game just I think for me it's the first time I really sat down and watched Kyrie and as a ball handler holy shit man he was a magician there was I think someone said that in the call there was this step back that he put on yes we can and that was just insane like he didn't know where he was and so Kyrie was amazing uh it was a good game I thought um Nets probably called it with three minutes to go, which the game I didn't feel like was over at that point. But obviously yeah. Steve knew. He knows Phoenix. So um, did you watch it and do you have any comments?
1: I watched the highlights. I refuse <laughs> to talk about it in the next bit, but I guess I can talk about it in this bit. I didn't feel like we were close. It was one of our better games of the last yeah. two weeks, which says a lot about how bad these two weeks have been. But um, Kyrie's great hands on the ball but like his assists are so low like he's mm. like the opposite of CP where they're both getting in the 20s mid to late 20s for points but then he pulls out like three assists or, or seven assists like it's it's just it's hard Harden was Harden was fine no Durant's just so hard to take this whole period seriously the, the most I've the anything that happened to me this entire time is that both Mills and Cam Thomas just aren't doing what we want them to do. So Paddy Mills, I love to death, and, and I know he goes up and down. He wasn't supposed to be a starter. He is. He's playing well, but he was just really particularly bad in this game. And Cam Thomas said everyone in the Nets world talks about being a walking bucket, and he, he was a great try yada, yada, yada. He also was on there for 14 minutes for two points. Like, yeah. it, it's that's that's the thing that kills me the most is, like, I'm happy to lose games, thank God, because that's all we do at the moment. But it's devastating when you see players that you like or want to see do well also playing like shit. And then I wouldn't say that the reasons we lost. I would definitely say Durant and is the reason. Not having him is making it really hard for us, particularly since you are easily the best basketball team in the entire league at the moment. But it was um, it's just hard to watch good players play badly.
0: Yeah, I I, I agree. Uh, the Kyrie thing and not getting everyone involved. I think a part of that is that he's only playing half the games, right? Like, yeah, of course, yeah. it has to affect your rhythm. Um, him and Harden look a little bit lost together and um, both pretty ball dominant guards who are used to having the ball in their hands and don't really know how to give it up. And then there's a lot of pressure on guys like Mills and Thomas, as you say, Thomas is a rookie, right? Like, mm. um, and and he's probably unexpectedly playing better. I think he's only started one game, but um, yeah, it's it's what we worried about, I think, we had a, a few conversations on this plot about what happens if KD goes down or he doesn't play 40 minutes a game. And I think Nash called it out at one point in a press conference and said, what other option do I have? Um, and this is a reality. Uh, the other, the flip side of it is that he's getting some rest and hopefully you guys are positioned well enough that <laughs> when he comes back, um, you haven't fallen too far. But like, even I was looking at the standings today, you're sixth already. Um, are four games out of first, and because of that that logjam at the top of the Eastern Conference, it's um, you don't want to lose too many more. Uh, otherwise, you down to that playing game, right?
1: Yeah, so, I mean that's the um, that's the benefit and the curse of the Eastern Conference is that you're never too far away from the top, but it also means that there's so many teams there to try and leapfrog. Um,
0: oh, you can go kind on of run. Kind of run, absolutely. I, like I, yeah, I, if I, I, was the Nets, I wouldn't be worried. Um, but anyway, let's 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 kind of. Um, have, you, have you want to have him move on? Uh, yeah, look, um, I don't, one I don't really want to talk about, which is the Atlanta loss. Um, we flew into Atlanta. They'd won seven of eight. They'd only just lost to Toronto, but they had been pretty hot. And then Trey had 43 points and five assists and was just all over it. Uh, they shot 50%, over 50% for three. Um, at one point we cut it to seven. I was watching the game. They cut it to seven. And then Trey does his like call that he wasn't getting at the start of the year where he, dribbles 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 stops falls back into the guy the guy runs into him and he makes the bucket and three-point play actually he missed the, the free throw but um they were good they, they were better than us um, even when we went to zone they broke it really quickly they were just a really good team and I think um that uh DeAndre Hunter um for, on defense is just amazing that kid I think when he's in the lineup they're they're a much better team and their record suggests that and they're eight and two in their last ten. Um, they're still tenth in the Eastern Conference, which is crazy. I know. So well, how it's bad? Because they had that
1: really bad patch. Remember, we thought they were going to be good. They were like, we didn't. They were having all those bad losses, but they were close. And then they had like ten losses or something like that—a had really bad 10-20 twenty-game run.
0: Yeah. So um, look, that was a, that was a great game to watch. I actually enjoyed watching it. I think they had thirty-six points in the first quarter, and I was a bit worried from there. But you know, we lost. Um, they broke our eleven-game win streak. Uh, we went to the Wizards today. Um, Andre, uh, DeAndre Ayton was back to, it was his third game back, it was the first game he's looked comfortable, he had 20 and 16, the game was over, within halfway through the second quarter, Mm -hmm. in the third we're up by 36, most of our guys played high 20s, low 30 minutes, the actual highlight of the game was um, Rui Hachimura, Hachimura, who plays for the Wizards, kicked his own teammate in the head, going for a rebound, I don't even know how that was possible, uh, that was probably the highlight of the game. Uh, they were really undermanned. The they didn't, have, they didn't have Bradley Beal, uh, so it was it was a bit of a nothing game. But um, so I'm glad to glad to get that one um, up next. Uh, we got an actual killer schedule this week. Uh, we got Chicago, uh, Philly, Milwaukee, um, three games in a row, and then Orlando on Sunday. So um, you know, there's a big chance that we lose three of those games, or two or three of those games um, against those teams. Um, Chicago's obviously a bit beaten up, Philly's been pretty, Philly's been okay, I know they're, they're only six and four, and then everyone's just waiting for Milwaukee to turn it on, so um, we, could, we could win all three, but I wouldn't be surprised if we miss one or two, especially because I think one of them's back to back, so that's our week, uh, I still feel good, um, there's a massive amount of Suns media at the moment, um, which is makes me very nervous you know when like your team is like everyone's talking about them, there's podcast after podcast they're featured uh which is super fun um they're an you know an 81 percent win team they're 42 and 10 they probably need the press but it still makes me really nervous and the other thing that makes me nervous is the trade deadline um and and if we don't improve our team and other teams around us do it's not going to take much for some of those teams to really take a jump so um <laughs> I know, I know. The the warrior in me comes out. You've got we're two and a half games up on Golden State, and we won eleven in a row. Like, how is that even possible? Because they've won eight in a row. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but then Memphis the,
1: is six games behind. I mean, and yeah. we just said it a moment ago that we're four games behind, and we're coming sixth. You've got this guy fourth, sorry, third, and they're sixth game games behind. Like you're you're flying, mate. You just don't worry about Golden yeah. State. You're flying in that league.
0: I think we're one of the we're. Uh, this may have changed, I didn't check today, but we're top five in defence and top five in offence. Uh, just pretty amazing. So, um, pretty pumped, good week. Uh, let's just see how we feel by next Sunday.
1: <laughs> We've got four wins this week, which would be great to finally, finally break our losing streak at the moment. We've got the Nuggets who beat us the other day uh, on Monday. We've got the Celtics, which will hopefully be a win. Like We played them last time and won convincingly. Your brother refused to take a bet. We have got the Wizards on Friday, which we should also beat because they're on the decline. And then we've got the Heat, which is going to be an incredible game considering they're second at the moment. They're tied first, um, but they're, they're currently second. And that'll be either an absolutely shocking shellacking that I will completely ignore on the pod next week, or it'll be the entire centerpiece of the uh, podcast when we when we beat a over six hundred team. Can't wait.
0: So the the Owen seven. I mean, I texted you this already this week. So like the curse from the NRL, no team winning having fifty put on them. Um, the Nets now must overcome history and be the only team to win it all after experiencing a seven game win stre- a seven game losing streak. So as a as an as a betting man, which you're not, but if you were, what uh, what are you what are you what's what are you feeling? I think they're still favorite. They're still favorites. Or, or they'd be in top three, right? Just waiting for KD to come back.
1: Yeah, KD comes back. We're a different team. Oh, we've never looked amazing, though, if I can be entirely That's honest. True. So there'll be hopefully a time where all three of those big ones click um, and and either Griffin or um, Claxton gets angry and, and becomes a great centre. Um, so there's, a, there's, a real, there's so much potential on that team. So I would still put, if I had to put money on anyone, it'd be you and then Golden State and then the Bulls and then us. <laughs>
0: Four. All right. All right. Yeah. Just because I, I also
1: it. love the Bulls so much. That's such a great story.
0: It is. It is. And I mean, like, they've had some injuries. They're still winning. Yeah. They um, didn't look too bad at the top of the conference. I mean, you know, happy for the Bulls. Uh, I'm looking forward actually to the game this week um, so we can talk a little smack on Twitter for uh, <laughs> the winner. Um, I think it would be remiss if we don't talk about the hardened trade or potential. That's, uh, in my, that's
1: in my that's my last bit. Is there anything else yeah, that's coming bit. in the way? Okay, yeah, that's in my
0: question. I've got my note, I've got my notes. So I'll um I'll I'll move that down and we'll we'll talk about that for sure.
1: Any other teams you, you're you loving at the moment?
0: Um I think uh, a couple of things. Uh, I'm I'm curious, uh all-star replacements. I think that's the next thing that's gonna be fun. So we had the all-stars announced this week. I don't think there was actually too many. Surprises. I think most people that got in, we expected. KD is going to be out, and it looks like Draymond's going to be out. So then you're going to have one East, or you're going to have one replacement for the East and one for the West. So um, I think Jared Allen will get KD's spot um, because I thought he was unlucky not to get there in the first place because the Cavs have been pretty good. Um, The other one is Lamelo, who would be amazing in an All Star game, like super fun to watch. Um, And then Jalen Brown, maybe, Uh, maybe the Celtics get two. He's been good lately. And then in the West, I. I'm just going to assume that Anthony Davis is going to get in because LeBron's going to like ring the commissioner and say you need to make him like you know part of it. Um, But I'd love to see Murray from the Spurs get in. Um, So I don't, yeah, look, no real surprises. Um, Team drafts the 10th, um, so that was that in a couple of days. Um, So I'm assuming they'll have to name replacements tomorrow um, or the or the day after. So that'll that'll be fun. the the bad news of the week was Joe Ingles, um, oh, yeah. so torn ACL done for the season. He's in, he's insisting his career isn't over at thirty four, but he's a free agent, um, so he gets his fourteen mil for this year. Um, he was struggling already, and and I think if you looked at the Jazz, um, he's he's not just a, like a. Contributor in the minutes and the assists and whatever. Like he's a real like emotional leader, and apparently he's horrible to play against. He's really snarky and uh, has a lot to say, and I love that. I love mm. all that. So um, I'm super bummed for him. Uh, it didn't look good when he went down, and then obviously it was confirmed this week that he's he's done for the season. Uh, he might struggle to get back in the league, or at least at the level of minutes that he's playing, um, and he might get traded. He might get traded at the moment um, if if uh, if Utah continue to kind of stumble. So. Um, that's a bummer on an Australian front because I think he's a you know he's one of those iconic guys as an Australian that you that you kind of root for. I know um, a couple of kids that have Ingles jerseys um, for good reason because he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. So that was bummer. And then trade season starts or has started, and we talked about the one trade before, but there was a really strange trade this week between the Clippers and the Blazers. Um, I I can't I don't even know what to make out of it because um, I I feel like both teams should be sellers, but uh, there, and there will be a lot of buyers, but it just makes no sense to me that the Clippers who, for whatever reason, took on like another $20 million in payroll this year uh, when it looks like both their top players aren't coming back this year. So strange, strange trade. But I guess if you're a billionaire um, like Steve and you don't care and you get an opportunity to pick up, you know, two guys that probably help you next year, then, you know, what's another $20 million? Um, I guess that's... <laughs> But what it does mean is that the Blazers are really like clearing house. So right. you kind of expect that Nurkic is not going to be there. He's having a great season. You think that McCollum's not going to be there and who knows about Dame. Um, but I think the, the Portland, the Portland dream is over. And there's a great article on the Athletic uh, around the Portland uh, team because um, uh, Paul Allen's wife owns the team now. And there's talk that um, whether she'll renew the lease on the building, whether she'll uh, keep the team in Portland, um, which would be tragic if it left, but um, that's kind of in the next two years that, that decision needs to be made. So, yeah, that's yeah. the kind of big, big ones that um, kind of catch my attention at the moment. So. I'm no expert. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of rugby league or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tease. Unique, affordable, and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's tees.
1: Now, I've turned up late and I've got some questions. First mm. and most importantly, is James Harden going to get traded? Because, because my internet sanctum's going constantly dishwashing about it. Sometimes we're in the in cycle, sometimes in the out cycle. At the moment, all my DMs are telling me that He's staying. Because Woj, I think, said something today. But yeah. what, what's your mail on this?
0: Uh, is it is, I'm interested though, is the is the is the Nets Twitter positive or negative on it? Are they happy for him to go? Or they want him to stay?
1: No, I think Next- they want him to stay. They've been because they were so vocal about him. when KD wasn't oh sorry, when Kyrie wasn't there, it was like very like pro-Hard and like Harden KD is gonna get us there. And KD yep. went down, but Kyrie was there, everyone's still like, well, Harden, yada yada yada. And also because he wasn't getting the calls, it was like a rallying cry around like referees, you know, the sixth guy on the field for whoever we're playing against. Um, and so I think it would be really hard for a lot of those people to start deleting all those tweets and say like, oh yeah, let's get rid of Harden. And, and I think it's really hard also to say that a player who's in the top 75 all time um, and, you know, all incredible stats has has done some great things for us, even just this season, is worth trading I, you know, especially what is injured, it'd be crazy. So I think there was a lot of, here's some great, it's going to happen. So here's some crazy trades that could happen and put, and um, Ben Simmons would end up coming to the Nets. But I think, it, I think in everyone's heart of hearts, they would rather try and keep him.
0: I Yeah, look, I, I don't believe they're moving him, at least not now. Uh, I, I just can't see it happening. And you wouldn't send him to one of your biggest rivals. You're going to put him with beta who's like blowing up, and like, and not include Maxi on the on the return, like you know. So you you're basically just giving them Harden in addition to a team that is already thirty one and twenty one and is rolling. I I just can't see it happening. Um, if he leaves, he didn't. So the, so there's two things, right? He didn't sign his extension, um, which was interesting, um, and so that could mean that he. I mean, it's, I think he has a team option for 40 odd million. So he, um, sorry, a player option for 40 odd million and he can sign a $250 million extension. So it makes sense for him not to sign that extension, but um, I, I just don't see him leaving for nothing at that point. So you sign and trade him in the summer. Um, interesting though, there was the flip side of that is like Kyrie, was, Kyrie wasn't even off an extension, right? Because of everything with his vaccine status and the Nets don't really know what to do with him. So potentially you trade... Harden for Simmons. Simmons is in the second year of a four-year deal. Uh, you've got KD on the book. So you've got KD and Simmons locked in for the next three years and then maybe you get something, for you flip Kyrie so we can go and play in LA or wherever he wants to go and play. I mean, I, I don't hate that. You've got two, your top two guys locked in. They both, co- they both really complement each other. I think they'd be great to play together. So I'm sure that Daryl Morey, who obviously has um, history with, Harden in Philly is like trying to work that out. Um, uh, I never say no. I think I feel I was texting this week saying does it does feel like there's going to be these mammoth trades just like, like it's one of those trade deadlines where everything changes. And as a Suns fan, I don't want that. I want the minimal amount of changes. I want it just to stay as, as it is. But I think as an NBA fan, everyone loves trades. So um, he might not be there. He might he might be gone, but I look if I'm i I'm I'm saying right now I'm taking that Harden stays every day of the week.
1: He's also so marketable and like iconic head. That beard's incredible. He's such a character. Um does heaps for charity. Like as as a brand, you'd wanna I'd wanna also keep him, although you're not there for brands, like you are really trying to win a championship, which I get. But but yeah, as mm-hmm. a even as a person, I'd get it.
0: I love, the, I love the stories this week. I, I mean, some of the, it's like there was nothing else to write about and they'd lost seven games in a row. So let's find something. Let's find something to to write about someone being negative. And it was like Harden doesn't like the weather and the taxes in Brooklyn, right? Like, you know, anything to just make a story up. <laughs> it's just ridiculous
1: so yeah, yeah. he's in new so, york team like he's he's yeah. he's happy enough with the weather and the taxes it's not <laughs> yeah. houston's lovely club. but you're in new york, what he's, like. about,
0: right? he's he's a strip club guy good strip yeah. clubs <laughs> in new york.
1: yeah he's into his fashion he's into his thing. like he's new york would love him and he'd love new york what's mm-hmm. happening uh what's happening in the world of cards because i missed it for two weeks
0: cards has been uh very quiet actually um oh. also also only because i've been a little disconnected, not gonna lie. Um, so uh we've we've been very quiet. We've only had really the one new release, which was the first week of Jan. So uh, it's been about a month with no new releases. Uh but three straight weeks of releases coming up. So that means like four a.m wake ups to get some cards, which sucks. Uh, so I've got three, three weeks of that. Um, and then I uh, kind of, we're going to put together like a Sydney meetup, which will be pretty fun. So a bunch of guys that buy from me regular bus, a bunch of customers from kind of all over Sydney, some Northwest and South as well. Um, not so much in the East. I don't know the East people don't collect cards. They save their money for other things, but. Um, uh, blow yeah, well, they blow it. Yeah. they blow it. Yeah so we're going to put together a, a, a meetup where guys come and trade their cards and stuff. So that should be pretty oh, fun. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, some weird, weird characters out there, but, um, you know, everyone's welcome.
1: And also like the other that you, you might, yeah, yeah. The, uh, it's not even just about trading. Right? Like it'd also be great to finally be around some people that care. Cause you might be like constantly talking to friends or family, or whatever. You're like, look, i got a blah, blah. And they're like, it's a shiny card. You're a child. Whereas you go and I'm talk a, to these people. Yeah. You're like, Oh my God, man, I can't believe you got the blah, blah. So that would be nice have, as
0: well. I have a great customer who uh, a guy called Tom, who has um, bought with, for me for like a year and a half. And um, he and I, our meetup spot is Milson, Milson Point train station now, Kiribili. Um, And I pull up with a car and he literally says to me, can you just bring everything? Cause when I get there, I'm going to get like super pumped and I want to buy like bits and pieces of everything. So I like literally lug all my, all my stock and two massive big things. And I ever put them in the back of the car and take them out. And when I get there uh, the other day, he's like, you were really lucky for me the other day. So I want to open them while you're here. And so oh. we, we stood at the back of the car and, um, and opened packs of cards at the, back, in the middle of the day and it was like people just walking past just looking at us it's just so, so strange i love it, <laughs> but, I love it so much. it's such good fun and we and we sit there and we have a chat about cards and we talk about the game and it's pretty fun it is pretty fun but um yeah you meet some you meet some good people as well i've i've, I've had some really good people that i've met through their card business and some um some that are like really um, fell on tough times and the communities like really rallied around them. Um, there's one guy that unfortunately passed away uh, not, not so long ago and they raised money for his funeral, but they raised over a hundred thousand um, oh dollars for the God. family. Yeah. Like people really like, you know, That's obviously amazing. there's money. In the game. Yeah. So it's an amazing community to your point. and And so just to sit around and chat cards for a while and, you know, show up other people what you got is pretty, pretty fun, but yeah, yeah it's a good, good community. So looking forward to that in the next couple of weeks. Seconds Bryant for the win.
1: Bryant! So each week, uh, we get we do a bet where the expert tries to flex on the rookie. Our current standings are, I think, you're up by something, and then uh, um, you're up by two. Congratulations! We were trying to do one about the NBA all star thing, it was something your brother tried to set up, right.
0: Yeah, so um, current score is six to four. Uh, We did NBA All-Star voting. Um, You and um, Luke uh, put together your team and you guys could obviously have more than five between you, which you um, used to your advantage and won pretty convincingly. So um, I...
1: Luke, Luke, Luke,
0: Luke. (laughs) So you guys won that one pretty easily. So... uh, we we had most a lot of the same, um, but then because uh, you had Demar and Trey um, who got in, and I didn't have anyone in the East. Um, I had Harden and Levine, and so um, you guys won that one pretty easily. So my new bet for you this week, uh, which is very much in line with what we're talking about, is the Nets' record for the week. So you've got you've got Denver away, Boston at home, Washington away. Miami away, so three away games, what's the record going to be?
1: And obviously more away games is actually better for us because it means more Kyrie for anyone playing around at home. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, before I just said it was four wins, but let me look at it for reals. I reckon we beat the Celtics and the Wizards. I reckon we're two and two.
0: Two and two? All right. Uh, so I'll go... Overs, unders,
1: on that. We're worse I'll or go, better I'll, than splits?
0: I'll go, I'll go overs. I reckon oh, you sure. guys will do three. Oh, you guys will do three
1: and one. You reckon we That's beat Nuggets. One. Because I can't
0: imagine it's been the heat. Yeah, I think the Miami game will be a, a tough one, but I think you, uh, I don't the Boston one I think will be tough as well because they have been much, much better. Um, and I'm not just saying that because because of Luke, but uh, they have been much better than one four and a i um, I'll I'll go over just for just for interest sake, and that way it gives gives you something to talk about next week. So yeah, great. Um, so we're six and four, and oh, sorry, that means we're six and five. Uh, so I'm plus one, and I've you've gone two and two and I've gone overs,
1: so, okay. And hold on, but, but where you didn't take overs, what you took was three and one, because I want to make sure here, if we go four and O, which is possible, you don't No, over.
0: no overs, I take overs. It doesn't matter what it is. Well,
1: then I can take two and two and then everything unders.
0: Yeah, you or get I, unders.
1: Okay, okay, great. So I get the split and the unders. This is excellent. Yeah. I'm getting three opportunities here, you're getting two. Okay, I like it. This is like you're giving me Luke again. And I, and I appreciate you're a, you're and a terrible you're talking, gambling
0: man. If you go zero and four, then I just have a big smile anyway. So it's kind of winning as well. Yeah, everybody.
1: <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take whatever I can get. John Miller, McKee gets it in the middle for the win. It's... Let's get down to points. Uh, your fantasy blow up. How's the blow up going?
0: Uh, fantasy um, blowing up was was a terrible idea because it definitely takes away. <laughs> uh i'm getting hassled for trying to make trades and i haven't had a whole lot of time and it was a terrible terrible idea so don't ever blow up your team just keep playing
1: but of <laughs> <in, in> fin-
0: <laughs> course fin- it was a terrible idea
1: everyone told you it was a terrible idea i thought you, I knew was, you thought you knew that it, you weren't even halfway through the season you're blowing it up i
0: know well yeah i should have just kept playing but anyway i didn't uh <laughs> so it's a terrible idea and uh it's not looking great but um on it so I thought I'd pivot a little bit and talk about stats this week and, and uh, just about the game, and we'll cover how you're going, but uh, I was looking at the stats. So the projections um, had the highest average for the year as being Bradley Beal at 42 points, right? So he was scheduled to um, you know, get 42 points per game. They currently have 14 players averaging more than that wow. in the league, right? And Jokic is averaging 60. Wow. So, like, to talk about like the level of play in the NBA and of course this doesn't isn't a direct correlation to better play oh. but it, there's, I mean in theory there's, well, hmm. there's like Jokic is having a season like you know unprecedented season so and you start looking at that stuff and like the relevant the fantasy kind of crossover is obviously always there but I think the level I feel like the level of play reflects the fact that 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 has um that has happened so I just thought that was really interesting but anyway, let's talk about how you're winning the league. How are you winning the league? Or are you on a I'm, nah, I'm now
1: in a negative. I'm now seven and eight. Like, I'm now <sighs> in negative. I've dropped so far down to fifth. It's so sad. And even this week, like, I'm just about to lose. Again, I'm playing the guy who's coming first now, and he's um he's tied first. But anyway, he's, um, he's killing me. And the guy who was coming first after I was for the longest time, he's now dropped to third. So the guys who were really good at it, like the, the legit experts, they're finally saying to... Right. Yeah, and they're, they're, they're doing their things that you do where you'd like time trades better and notice things. Anyway, I was only supposed to get like 800 points this week and it looks like I'm now projected to get a 1,000, which is good. It's not enough to beat the bloke, but uh, having, having Durant injured is obviously a real problem for me. And I also dropped a guy thinking that I could pick a guy up on Monday, which is usually the time we could do it, but I did it on Monday night. And the thing had finished. So I did drop the person. So it still says empty on my stupid thing. I can't see it.
0: No.
1: Uh, but my, the person that I picked up for it didn't come in. So I don't think that would have changed the week. But it was just that kind of shit, which is where I'm just like, oh, it's fucking, nothing's going right. Anyway, uh, Drummond's still doing well for me. Uh, Maxie's still doing well for me. Booker's fantastic. Kuzma, who was a weird pickup. He was a late pickup. He's, he's firing uh, for Washington. So it's been a very sad state of affairs
0: uh I yeah i can feel the burden it weighs on you as a competitor in the competitive nature that you have so it's so
1: hard for me to fix this as well that's the problem and the <laughs> annoying thing is is that the guy who's tied first someone put up a stat the other day on our whatsapp group it was like it showed how many trades and things people had done and he has done zero he hasn't touched his team and you may remember ah. that i had also done zero when i was winning and I was like, oh, but what's the point? Like, I'm winning. I should just move some of the people on my bench, just like have some fun, get, get around it, which is the same week I traded that guy for that other guy who then got a season-ending injury and, I was, and it's been a bad yeah. like thing since then. Yeah. I should have just never touched it. Wouldn't have been as fun, but then I also wouldn't be, have something to complain about. I'd just be,
0: anyway. Well, we're looking, we're, we're looking, looking at that for our league, just to give you uh, some context, I'm equal second for the most moves. <laughs> and the guy, the guy who is first at the moment, he has made he's he's made twenty two moves, so he's fourth in our list. So I mean, there is uh, something to be drafted. Well, I think that's that's the key, right? You draft well, in theory, you should do well. Um,
1: but yeah. yeah, I felt like I had drafted well, which is why I was doing so well for so long. Um, yeah. But just, it just, and also the other thing is, I put in too much love into LeBron James. I should have listened to you, and now I can't ever get rid of him. And so, but he's, he's also. He's, He's been, been okay, but he keeps yeah. doing, like, he keep, he does, like, random injuries at times. We had those COVID protocols, and, like, it was just a constant week-to-week person who would just be ringing half of what they are supposed to, and I could never yeah. get rid of him. If he was anyone else, I would have got rid of him weeks ago, but there he is just sitting there, a little staring at me. To win the game. We found the end of another ep for all you legends that listen the whole way through. Thank you so much, Luke. Cardi B, it's been a pleasure to have you on, to see you uh, as always.
0: Yeah, it's great. Thanks, man. I really enjoyed it tonight.
1: Thank you. Join Sport for another week. Get around good people on the socials like Brooklyn, Netcast, and we'll talk to you next time, on Sports Best Friends. Sports Best Friends is hosted by me, Big T, and co-hosted by Ben Charlton. Music by Love Drunk Hearts, edited by Big T. We are brought to you by Cards from the Bench, and we are part of the Brooklyn Netcast Media family. A bit more about it. Anyway, let's do this podcast.